I've never seen a diamond in the flesh I cut my teeth on wedding rings Dude, that's pretty oh, cool. Man, that is good. I'm just that sad. Is really sad. <laughs> Dude, that's pretty good. This is Big Lou, bringing you weekly interviews with F3 Omaha packs, exploring their F3 experiences, and finding those sticky elements that create the glue in the gloom. So, uh, today, we've got... A uh, special guy on the cast. He's looking good in his Chris Gratteville uh, camouflage hat, uh, although the listeners can't see him. Uh, this man was recently the site cue at Heavy Metal. Uh, and, um, man, I got to be at the at the Shovel Pass. It was really a, a cool experience. But we've got our man Spacebar on the call today. And uh, where we'd like to, to start off really is just um, tell us about the first workout that you attended, who eh you, and... Where'd you get the, the name Spacebar? Thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, so uh, I guess my EH uh, was kind of a long struggle for Folsom. Uh, I've known Folsom for, oh, I don't know, 15 or 20 years. And oh, I guess about four years ago, he started talking to me about this weird group uh, that he was hanging out with. and working out in the mornings and at that time I was uh I was working out at a gym over the noon hour at, at my work and riding a bunch of road road bike and so I thought I was in I was I thought I was in pretty good shape and easily dismissed it so his a he his a tactics were not very good um uh, just joking Folsom we love you um so he had he had worked on me for a couple of years, and like I said, easily dismissed. Uh, but then, uh, so my family and I are members at Sunset Hills Pool, and two years ago, um, I started kind of hanging out with Folsom and a bunch of other guys who are members of the pool, like Safe Ride, uh, Bloodshot, Tenderfoot, and a few other guys. Sorry drawing a blank but they started talking to me about f3 and um slowly kind of over time i've witnessed their their friendship and then talking about what happened earlier in the day in the gloom and and just kind of started getting more exposure to f3 especially the second f side through hanging out with them at the pool and seeing their friendship and and that so um i kept on saying no for a while but then towards the late late summer i finally broke down and said you know what let me finish out my summer being a a a lazy a lazy sad clown and i told them i committed to posting the day after summer ends which for me is usually uh the day after labor day so i posted that following tuesday at the coliseum um, <clears throat> uh, wide right was on the queue, um, and quickly I learned that I was not anywhere in the, near as good shape as I thought I was. Uh, we we did a grinder, doing some lunges and stuff. I got to the 35, and the following few days I couldn't even walk. Um, 
I was so sore for so those guys who post after their first day and continue to post right away kudos to you guys because I could I it, it kicked my butt it was awesome and I knew that I wanted more of it right away so I don't think I posted again till Friday or Saturday of that week um spacebar came about uh I'm a computer nerd and so when I was telling uh the packs about myself that first morning um one of the things I said is I'm a computer nerd and as a hobby I like to build my own keyboards so uh, I think Stella said home row or something like that first and then said spacebar and that's what uh wide right gravitated towards and that's it Nice. Who actually uh, got the credit for the EH there? It sounds like you uh, got to know a bunch of guys before actually posting. So who was the one that actually dragged you out? I I I, I gave the credit to Folsom because he worked on me the longest, even though he maybe wasn't the most effective. Uh, but yeah, it was it was really cool to see the the second F aspect uh, of F three before I ever understood or was exposed to the first F. So. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of uh, in the opposite flow of how it normally works, I guess, right? And normally, it's you're challenging a guy to come work out because you think you're doing this badass workout, and you're trying to convince the guy that he needs it, and he's not as in shape as he thinks he is. And then, you know, the second half starts to come. So you be able to have some of that second half interaction beforehand. But, I mean, I just think that's unique. Uh, not a lot of guys get to experience that, so that's, that's pretty cool. Maybe you can talk yeah, to us. Uh, <laughs> I'm assuming the second half continued even after your your first few posts. Oh yeah, um, you know, coffee. I started going to coffee right away, um, and you know, just enjoyed that uh, just as much. And the friendships that I've made, you know, outside of that that uh, the pool group um, is just amazing. So uh, yeah, I've, I've met countless guys um, that have impacted me throughout these about two years uh, that I've been posting and it's, it is phenomenal. The, the, the first F, you know, I, to me is just, just the beginning, right? It's, 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 it's a good foundation, but the, the thing that keeps you coming back or, you know, seeing, seeing everybody's face on a daily basis and talking to them and understanding what they're going through in their own lives and, and, and seeing them progress as men is what really brings us all back i think i i love that i'm curious if um so you were you know witnessing these guys that were in f3 and you know i, I heard this morning it referred to as a uh, adult recess uh <laughs> but um you know what was what did you notice like what you know because it sounds like maybe there's something just that you noticed different about their relationships with each other than than with you can you clue in on what maybe what that what that was or maybe it's hard to hard to pinpoint but just um kind of a feeling of fomo almost of like uh there's something that they've got that i that i'm not a part of or sure absolutely yeah it just just the way that they were relaxed with each other and the camaraderie that you could sh tell that they were sharing. Um, and I was, you know, I was hanging out with them, but I obviously wasn't part of it um, because I wasn't sharing those experiences every day in the, you know, in, the, in those mornings. So, um, yeah, FOMO, 
FOMO right away. Um, but, you know, they they were good enough to explain to me, you know, kind of uh, how F3 works and a, a lot of the exercises that they were doing just because we we're hanging out quite a bit at the pool. Because um, it was kind of during the, it was during COVID, you know, the shut, the initial shutdown. So we spent a lot of time at that pool because there wasn't really much else to do. So, um, yeah, just getting to know them, uh, hanging out and them always talking about the different things that they were doing in the mornings and, the, you know, the, the second F and third F events that they were doing, uh, even during COVID that, uh, yeah, it, it was quite apparent that their friendships were real and uh, FOMO was there pretty quick. I mean, there's something about sharing in the suck together, right? I mean, that doesn't sound the greatest now that I just said that out loud, but like sharing and shared experience of uh, suffering, I guess, is maybe be a better way to phrase that. So just kind of allow the guys to just cut through the BS. I mean, Plague and I talked about it all the time. There's like, when you're getting your butt kicked. I mean, your ego is checked at the door as soon as you're sucking down air for 30 minutes. So it is it is unique. Yeah, hardship forges bonds, right? In a lot of ways. Um, I was lucky enough to go down with Rollbar and Wentworth a few weeks ago to uh, a grill rec event. And that night, I, I witnessed guys being challenged in ways that I have never seen before. Um, and it was amazing to watch um, from from a helper, help from a support point of view. And even though I, did, I didn't go through that level of suck um, that night, um, I, will, I will forever remember that night for what those guys went through um, and, and the bonds that were made that night by those guys, those 38 guys, I think it was, but, um, yeah, you, the, it, the events which test you and you share that with other men, that's what, that's what really helps forge those bonds. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think, and they talk about it a little bit in Free to Lead, right? They talk about the you know, the sifter and all the different friends that you have over the, the course of your life. Um, curious, did you read Free to Lead? Did you, uh, is that a book that you've read? And you feel like, um, talk to me a little bit about that. As, as you read that, did you see elements of your your life or yourself in that? Or did you identify with within that book? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the, the sifter, uh, the, uh, what was it? The bull, it's been a few, it's been quite a while since I read it, but the the, the bowling ball of uh, of being stationary and trying to get it to move, and then once it's in motion, it stays in motion. Um, yeah, the you know we've all had people come in, into our lives and leave that you know uh, the sifter is real in that um, the bonds that we try to make through F three shield lock you know, are, are, are those people who actually, we do care about each other and and uh, aren't gonna fall through that sister. So yeah, the Free to Lead book was, was great. It did speak to me in a lot of ways. Um, and if you, if anybody hasn't read it, get a, get a copy. And, and I think it's, 
it's enlightening and eye-opening and 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 how much a guy can relate to it you know i keep waiting for us to ask that question and i'm waiting for the one guy to say yeah i read it and didn't didn't touch me at all <laughs> zero application of what's going on in my life who knows i mean maybe in i'm guessed 157 they'll finally speak up and say something about how it was it for them but i mean i completely I agree and i think it's probably a sad cloud at that point right <laughs> maybe a sad clown in denial yeah just doesn't realize he's a sad clown or doesn't want to be labeled <laughs> right um you know a lot of times we ask guys about their experiences outside of just the, the posts themselves and outside of cafeterias you know we have book clubs we have you know, small groups, uh, read the lead discussions, uh, things like, I mean, you just went to a Grow Ruck event. Can you talk a little bit about those and, and, and your experiences and those different avenues that just aren't, uh, just aren't necessarily a, a workout AO? Yeah, um, I've been lucky enough to attend several uh, Third F events that, you know, Wentworth and other guys have coordinated and I've brought my family uh, a few times, and, and um, my son and I worked in the in, in down at the uh, Heartland Hope uh, several times, and spending time with him, helping helping out uh, such places just just rewarding as all heck. Um, giving back, you know, F3's mission is to plant, grow, and serve small workout groups for the reinvigoration of male community leadership and that and that that male community leadership and being involved in your community is I I wasn't necessarily doing anything like that prior to F3 so um, the the friendships that I've made the bonds that I've made has allowed me to get out there and give back in some in, in several ways so it's it's great it's great fulfilling um and i'll continue to do it as as long as i can so it's, it's really a great thing to do so i love that and and you referenced the uh, shield lock have you had a chance to do any q source uh reading or any of the q source discussions or what's been your take on that I, I, yeah i've said it on a few i haven't been able to make it to very many just uh because I don't frequent the sites that do the Q source um, afterwards, um, but what, but the discussions, the Q source discussions that I have sat in on uh, have been fantastic. Um, you know, you just go in in deep detail on a lot of things that Free to Lead uh, touches on, and the insight that guys share the their experiences, their take on specific things. Just, I always learn more by listening than speaking, you know. So the 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 life lessons that others have that they have shared at those meetings uh, is phenomenal, um, and just learn so much from them. Yeah, you you made a comment there about the third F events and you're taking your son and. You know, when I think about the Q source, one of the topics in there, you think about the concentrica and your your shorties, and just kind of this idea that um, the the high impact man 
should not underestimate the impact you have on, on your children. And just thinking about the, just the roots you're laying there by involving your kids in uh, serving others. Um, it's just, I love hearing that. So thanks for sharing that example. I, I want to talk a little bit too, you know, um, when you think about uh, fitness fellowship and faith, right? Obviously faith is, is a part of that. Um, what's been your your experience or your your journey from a, a faith perspective? Where, uh, where where you at today? Yeah, uh, to be honest, I don't go to church a whole heck of a lot, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I don't believe in God or anything like that. Um, I I pray regularly. I just don't necessarily identify with a church even though i do belong to one i just uh i guess as a personal decision um my family and i just don't typically go a whole lot but that doesn't mean that to me that has little to do for me personally wh whether the impact on my spiritual spirituality so um yes i I am a Christian and I believe in all in God and Jesus Christ. But um, yeah, the the thing that my shield lock and I talk about quite regularly is uh, you know the spirituality that we all share in that um, how. How, how how your belief system impacts your your daily life and um, and I am no different in that way as well so I guess that's my best answer well no I, I certainly appreciate you answering and again I think that's the beauty of f3 is that everyone's answer to that question can and should be different right in some way or another one because everyone's walking a different life right everyone's got their own spiritual guidelines that they're following or however they feel. I mean, Plague likes to say that, you know, we'll take a guy that worships a rock. If that's his higher being, that's that's his higher being. We don't really care. And then right. two, I mean, it's, it's important because we're getting that other perspective, right? I mean, I think it's, it can be detrimental to have a, a concentrated group of people that only think one way and one linear way and do things in, in one way. So, Having your viewpoint, although may be different than mine, is mm -hmm. of the utmost importance to the survival of a group like this, right? Open to all men. That's right. Yeah. It, the, the beauty, too, I think is also, um, you know, we're creating space for guys to have a higher power outside of themselves. And some guys, based on what their life has been like, they they don't have a concept of that. And so having different mm -hmm. uh, men around them to, to give them examples, I think, is, is key. The only wrong answer to that question is if you say that you are the higher power, uh, then I would, then I would have, then I would have some some words to say in response to that. But that was, you know, so I I, I love your answer, and I think part of what you're illustrating too, Spacebar, is until we go through the challenges together, until we establish some relationship, faith is a t a tough thing to talk about, right? You you can't just like it meet is. somebody on the street and say, you know, uh, you know, here believe these three things, right? I mean, I think the relationship is is so key, and I, and I know in my past, um, I remember in like Campus Crusade days, there was a time where I thought 
if you give this, the person this three little track book, they read the thing and their life has changed forever. And that's just not how, how it works, right? It takes time to, to build relationships and faith. So thanks for being vulnerable and sharing that. Um, I yeah, do, yeah. I, I would also- And I am taking followers, uh, by the way. If you're needing a higher power, you can look to me. <laughs> not, yeah, no way. <laughs> Um, I do think um, the other cool piece of your journey that I, I feel like I've witnessed a part of this, but want you want to hear it from your perspective. But um, so we try to get every guy to lead a workout, right? So I would love to hear, you know, how did your VQ go? What was that like? And then uh, you were selected to become the site queue at, at Heavy Metal. And so um, talk to us about those kind of leadership opportunities. How did those things go? And, and maybe how did they help? Sure. Um... Uh, so uh, my VQ was, oh, probably a little over a month after I started posting. Stella begged me for uh, the Coliseum. And so I get pretty nervous about such things. I, I, I don't tend to think of myself as a, a leader or one who gravitates towards such positions. So I knew it was better to get it out of the way real quick. So when he when he hit me up to my first workout I immediately said yes just to get it out of the way uh, I thought it went pretty well um, I just remember doing a three-man grinder from uh, end zone to end zone with a uh, three burpee tacks at mid midfield or whatever and I think I tried to judge how much guys were sweating at the end and I think I Succeeded in that realm, and that uh, most guys were sweating. So, um, I I messed up. I messed up something with the COT and Mary. I think I got out of uh, out of out of sequence or something like that. So it was it was by no it was by no means flawless. Um, and it's always a learning challenge. So um, yeah, it went pretty well. I thought. Um, as far as site queue at heavy, um, again, it was probably a little less than six months after I started posting. They actually just approached me one day uh, after heavy where I had been posting pretty regularly. And I don't remember exactly how he said it, but he uh, said, hey, you interested in being the next site queue? And two, two thoughts immediately went through my head at the same time and one of them was are you freaking crazy and the other one was hell yeah um, but the thing i told him was yeah let me think about it but uh, i knew immediately that you know f3 challenges challenges us in different ways either whether it be physically every morning um, socially and spiritually with the second and third f every every day um, leadership is a key component of F3, and I know that F3 is here to challenge me in, in every way possible. And so taking on a leadership role at, at Heavy, I knew I had to do it. I knew it might not be the easiest thing for me to do, but um, I'm not gonna grow as a, a man if I continue to uh, deny or pass on offers like this so i think uh, the following wednesday or whatever i told theta that yeah i'll, I'll do it and it's um, 
it was rewarding. Um, I think I shared when I, during the shovel flag path that, you know, asking for help and um, getting out and talking to guys that I don't necessarily know very well, is not always the most easiest thing for me, but asking guys to lead a workout week after week and, you know, getting outside of my comfort zone. I, I got more out of it. I guarantee you that I got more out of it than heavy got out of it for, uh, you know, I, I learned a lot. So it, it was, it was a great, it was a great experience. I thank beta for giving me that opportunity. And I thank everyone for whoever, everyone who queued and, and supported heavy during that time and continued to support it. It's the, the guys who are site queues, you know, we can't do this without, the packs who post, the packs who lead, and it's it's very rewarding. I really want to. I, I think that's great, and I, I really do want to emphasize one thing. I guess one viewpoint that you're getting that we don't hear a lot of, because um, you you go on and you take a site for those who have had a site or are looking into taking a site. You really come in thinking, okay, what can I do for this site? You know, how is the site going to be better under my leadership or after my leadership? And not many people think about what you just said is like, okay, what does this site do for me? Like what did leading this site do for me as a leader, as a man, and to develop my character? And I love that. I mean, I, I when I was walking away from the woodshed, I'm like, man, I honestly think the woodshed may be exactly the same or maybe even a little bit worse under my leadership. But I am so grateful for, <laughs> for the opportunity that it gave me to try and become a leader and try to instill in things in me that I don't think I would have got outside of that opportunity. So I really do think that is just such a great point that is overlooked so often by guys and that guys want to come in and try and fix the problem, not realizing that being a site queue is like the tool to becoming a leader, right? You're not yeah. this well-established leader and you're taking over a site. It's yeah, it's part of the process and you're, it's still honing in those skills and you're always working towards being a better leader. So I love that. Um, and you know, you got to share that, uh, you got to pass that along to someone else. And maybe you can talk about that. What, when, how did you know it was time? Who were you looking for? I guess what was going through your mind at the time of passing it over? Yeah. Also mentioned the other day, right after the shovel flag passed, that it only took us four guys, four site cues to actually find a guy who looks like he should lead heavy metal. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Dollface is a is a ripped guy. Loves loves heavy. Um, so what, what when I took heavy over the I the, my only real goal was like like you kind of mentioned about the woodshed is I di I didn't want to kill heavy. I didn't want to be the reason why heavy shut down and because it, it, it's a, it's just a great site and you know uh, it, it's a unique site in that. It has it draws a certain number of guys that post regularly and um, Dollface early on. I think we were running at, a, at, at I don't remember where we were running. We were running side by side. Maybe it was a pre-run at, at heavy. Um, but a month or so after he started posting, he's like, you know what? I just love heavy metal. It's just his, he said it was something like his favorite favorite AO and and. And immediately, when he said that, I immediately knew, like, 
I'm going to test that someday. I'm going to test how much you actually like heavy metal. And, and so he was on my radar for quite a while. Um, and then during the, uh, this winter CSOP, I, uh, towards the end, uh, we were running together back towards, uh, Oracle, I think. And, uh, I asked him and I think he, he kind of had the same reaction as I did when beta asked me and that he's like, me really why you know it was but um i think his answer was pretty quick as well and that he would take it um and his twitter game is phenomenal he's he's he's, do, he's doing a heck of a job already um and i know he's gonna he's gonna leave heavy better than he found it as well so yeah, I, I, he, you're also, um, you also helped us to uh, elevate some of our respect packs, right, to a leadership role. We had previously been been fairly young on that side, so I love seeing the, the respect guys. I, I want to shed a little bit of light, though, that, so I think there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that people may not realize you helped us with as a, as a psych of heavy. So, um, you know, I remember a time where we were like, numbers that heavy were through the roof we were we're kind of thinking about okay do we need another weight site are we gonna you know and, and i think there was um some conversation that you you helped us with there too that you know i think from a leadership perspective we can't do that without the site cues being engaged uh with the guys at their site um the other thing that i i notice about you spacebar is a leadership uh, quality in this group is you you really care about other people. Um, I was just looking through some of my text messages and I, I've gotten a couple times a text from you about a guy, IVH, that hasn't shown up and, and you're checking in, just checking to see how somebody's doing, um, which is phenomenal. And then the, the other one, I, a little comical, but um, it wasn't at the time. I got a call from you and, and Beta and I think Patton had... Basically, we thought Patton had a heart attack, but um, it was just a, maybe some broken ribs. But you you drove him to the hospital, right? I mean, you you are clearly putting others yeah. before yourself. What do you think it is that um, inspires you to do that? What it, what is what is it about serving other people that motivates you? Like you said, I, I, I get you care for those people who are in your life. It doesn't matter if you know, they're your, your M or your 2.0s or whatever. The people who you regularly see, you can't help but, you know, care for them and, and want, want to make sure that they're doing okay. So, yeah, when Pat and Gow hurt or if you guys that haven't posted a while, I don't, I don't know them well enough to text them out, right? But I know, you know, who who their friends are and um it's life is a struggle right so bad things happen all the time and when 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 somebody's going through a rough spot it it, it, it means something i think at least when somebody reaches out to me you know and just how you doing is everything okay means the world to me and i just have to assume that uh, others feel the same way right so um yeah i it, it's again it's trying to i'm trying to also test myself in in, in reaching out to others and in and i don't always view myself as the most thoughtful or or sympathetic person but 
I'm trying to work on that. And so when, when maybe somebody hasn't posted for quite a while and something's wrong or they've got other things going on in their life, sometimes just reaching out and making that contact and, you know, making sure that they are as well as possible and okay goes a long ways for them. So, um, yeah, it's, that's when somebody gets hurt or something goes on in their lives where um, they can't post for a while or just stop posting altogether. Um, sometimes letting them know that they're missed and, and valued and, and maybe to get back out there, just that little nudge is all that they need. So just try to try to do uh, what, what you would like to see you know, done in return. So. All right. Well, let me ask you this. Is there anything that we need to be thinking about you for prayers or anything that if the guys see you out in the gloom and maybe some words of encouragement they could offer you? Uh, so I just came off a sickness, uh, a bad chest infection where I didn't post for two weeks. Um, and I am probably in the worst shape I've been in since joining F3, since that initial hump, you know, uh, uh, of, of posting, you know. Um, so I, yeah, I'm not happy with where I'm at right now um, from a from a first F standpoint. And I've been battling plantar fasciitis a little bit, so I haven't been running. Winter, yada, yada, yada. There's many, many reasons that um, I'm not where I want to be. So, um, just knowing that everybody's going to be out there every morning, I need to do better. I probably should have done clean service this time around, but I'm not. I want to do it. Uh, I just want to do it on my own and make sure that I can. The accountability aspect of, of clean service is very important, but I also want to make sure that I can do it. Uh, um, be accountable to myself. So. Um, Several guys reached out when I hadn't posted uh, over the last two weeks or whatever, and it was nice. It was nice to see. Um, and um, yeah, it sucked not being out there, but I'm get I'm out there now and trying to get a little bit fitter every day. So yeah. Awesome. We'll uh, be sure to keep that in mind. I, I do. We've been. Uh, also asking guys, you know, what, what sort of advice or encouragement uh, would you have for maybe a new guy at an F&G, um, maybe a new site queue, um, anything that, that you feel like you've learned over the, the last two years um, that you would share with, with the PACs? I would say continue posting um, for several different reasons. Uh, one, to be more fit. Um, it, if you only post once a week or whatever, try posting twice. Up, up that to three times. More often that you post, obviously, the more fit you will become, and and hopefully uh, be more fulfilled in life because you feel better about yourself for being more fit. Um, also, getting up every morning like that makes it uh, it, it gets easier. Uh, the last the Tuesday and Wednesday when I posted for the first time in two weeks, I was tired. I mean, just how fast do you lose um, 
that that schedule that daily schedule of getting up at five four thirty or five um, it gets easier with routine um, the uh, the other reasons to keep on posting is to make those bonds i mean you're not you might not necessarily find a best friend or new friends at f three after your first workout but go to coffee talk with other guys and i think sooner or later you're bound to find someone who you can relate to get to know maybe even join a shield lock eventually and once you get to that level f3 be turns into something else other than just a, a workout group it, it it allows you to make bonds and friendships that actually make a difference to your in, in your lives so um that would yeah my advice to new packs is keep at it um, because things will change over time probably hopefully get better and uh, become a better person for it like I like I've kind of alluded to a few times um, when Folsom started talking to me about this this group it was very easily easy for me to dismiss it but now that I've embraced it and leaned in the meaning of F3 to me has changed and evolved over to over time to something much deeper um, than it might appear on the surface. And, and that that depth there is the guys that you meet um, and the guys that you meet and hang out with do have a true impact on your life. And it's, it's for all the better, uh, in my opinion. Well said. Well, I'll uh, start us off with Namorama here. Brandon Fleahardy, 36, The Plague. The Plague. Why did y'all over 30, Pony Express? Pony, man. Guest Coach 45, Spacebar. 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 Nice job, man. Thank you, brother. Hey, thanks for your time today. I appreciate you sharing your story, man. Yeah, thanks for having me.